0: Welcome back for another helping of oysters, clams, and cockles, bringing you the best TV shows and movies weekly in an easily digestible podcast packed with laughs by me, Ross Bolin, and my dear friend, Mr. Barrett Dudley Barrett. How are your things hanging?
1: Oh, boy. You know, just um, just riding around and getting it, as uh, sure. as we like to say. It's all good. It's all good, man. It's all good, man. Hey, man, that's an, that's one I still haven't gone back and caught up on. Yeah, yeah, we haven't. The hell am I, I doing? It. Well, you're probably waiting for it to come onto Netflix. Where is it now? AMC's whatever they oh, have. damn it. Yeah.
0: What What is theirs called?
1: AMC Plus, probably, most likely. No, it's called uh, AMC... Prime. Premium? AMC Streaming App. It is called AMC Plus. I was right the first time. Mm. Yes, man, these guys. No, AMC Premier. Excuse me, Premier. AMC premier. I kind of like that. Let's on some. Yeah, much like this is a uh, a premier podcast. It is. AMC has a premier app. Um, I think you can. The the way you access this one is either by having a cable subscription or a cable like so a cable login, or you can pay like five bucks a month or whatever. Um, but that is where you can, I believe that is where the Better Call Saul's live. Ah. And then <clears throat> if everything goes like it has been for the last several seasons, this most recent season of Better Call Saul will hit Netflix like a week before the new season drops, or maybe even the day the new season drops.
0: Okay. Kind of yeah. just feeds the whole Better Call Saul
1: funnel. Feeds the Better Everyone. Call Saul funnel. And this Better Call Saul, as, as many shows and as Breaking Bad was before it, is... You know, it, it's one of these shows that has been very much enhanced by Netflix. Right? It's got like it's an AMC show, but it's 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 also kind of a Netflix show in the way that Shit's Creek is a pop TV show, but also it's kind of a Netflix show. Like it's it's real life is on is kind of on on Netflix. Exploded on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, yeah, but. Um, where were we? Oh, I don't remember. Just hanging out on a Tuesday, we going going up on a Tuesday. Remember that song? Absolutely, it was a good song. Ma- Mac Mackinen. MacAnnen, Mac-a- What happened Mac-a- to that guy? Mac-an-an? Drake
0: Drake gave him one song. They gave him one song. Well, he had the song. Drake jumped on the song. Yes, yes. Piggybacked for one song, and then that guy was gone.
1: Well, I mean, the truth is, like, I, 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 nobody's going up on Tuesday anymore. That's, that's true. That's the thing about it. And
0: frankly, even pre-Pandy Barrett,
1: as not you like many to people call it, were going on. Yeah. Once you've gone up on
0: so many Tuesdays, you get burnt out. There are only so many Tuesdays one can go up on. Yeah. Yeah. Those are facts. Serious facts. Big yeah. show today. I'm caught up on WandaVision. That's really exciting for you. Cannot wait to discuss. That's all I'll say for now. Yeah. The Golden Globes happened apparently. The Golden I, I, Globes frankly, happened. Yeah. I was yeah, unaware. Yeah, yeah. Barrett watched. I'll I'll give you a little I'll give you a little rundown. I saw some social media things, um, but I thought they were alluding to nominations. Mm-hmm. Frankly. I'll mm-hmm. just be transparent you were high as a kite i mean <laughs> <laughs> you're drunk not this time <laughs> much like jason sudeikis uh which i can't wait to hear more about because yeah. like yeah there, i know there's always look i like the golden globes i'm a little ashamed that i was that this happened the way it did i'm, I'm a little upset that they didn't do a better job of advertising but well we...
1: the thing is that there was lots of controversy going into this golden globes and for for a multitude of reasons which i can lay out for you but then also, we like the Golden Globes because it's drunk, it's it's celebrities mm-hmm. getting drunk in the same room together. Yes. So it's that's its difference between like Oscars or Emmys or whatever, which are way more buttoned up and like a little bit more polished and like prestigious. Like Golden Globes, is where everybody gets to to
0: to to cut loose, if you will. Show like in and of itself, it's entertaining, right? Whereas the other ones, whereas like
1: the awards are just kind of yeah, maybe they'll be a little bit predictive of the Oscars, maybe not. Like who knows? Nobody really cares. They also split the movies into musical, comedy, and drama, which I always find kind of nice. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so you, it was all digital this year, all virtual and okay, they, did, they didn't, they didn't quite pull it. They didn't quite pull it off this in the same, uh, yeah, that's, satisfactory that's tough, man. manner See, that the Emmys, the Emmys were this. able to, oh, but it, really? it was just, yeah, yeah. So the Cause Emmys, the Emmys you, were kind of fun.
0: Yeah. But it was just, it still felt weird. Sure. Obviously. I think that's unavoidable. Yeah. I don't know if there's a platform that they can come up with right now that doesn't make a, a, a live award show strange. In this day and age, but yeah, so we'll yeah. talk more Golden Globes as well, I'm excited for that uh, Let's let's jump into it, this episode of OCC is brought to you by Lucy Lucy Nicotine is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers Looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative uh, Finally, tobacco alternatives that don't suck They researched and developed their product for three years to be made for people, not patients And created a nicotine gum with four milligrams of nicotine that comes in three great flavors, all delicious, wintergreen, cinnamon, pomegranate. I'm a wintergreen and cinnamon guy personally, but the pomegranate is tasty too, though. Uh, Lucy has a lozenge with four milligrams of nicotine and cherry ice flavor that's great as well. Each and every flavor is great. They're convenient, discreet. They can be enjoyed anywhere on a flight, even at the gym. I've been chewing Lucy while we work out on occasion, believe it or not. I like the little extra jolt of energy it gives me. I told a lot of y'all, a lot of you heard me discuss... I left uh, tobacco products behind finally in 2020 after like 16 years of dipping and smoking. And Lucy was one of the alternatives that got me over the hump and finally got me to a place where where I no longer have been using tobacco. It's been huge for me. So it's 2021. Get rid of the cigarettes, unplug the vape, throw out the dip, get some Lucy gum or nicotine lozenges. It's the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's simple. Don't even have to leave your house. It's discreet. Lucy has the delivery down. You just go to lucy.co and use the code OCC, OCC, at checkout to get 20% off all products, including gum and lozenges. That's lucy.co, code OCC at checkout. 20% off. Start this year, uh, or I guess we're, you know, it's like fucking March now. But make this year better. Start now. Lucy, code OCC. Warning, this product contains nicotine derived by tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Now, it is time for everybody's favorite segment, Tidbits and Such with Barrett. Lucy! Um.
1: Lisa! Y'all caught up on season two of, uh... Of, um... His Dark Materials. You've been you've been watching it in secret, haven't you?
0: Yes, low key became a huge fan. Didn't want to break character on the show. Have been watching it in yeah. secret because it would be very
1: tough for you to come onto this show and and do any type of mea culpa about how now Lin Lynn Manuel Marrera mm-hmm. is your favorite actor in Hollywood, right? And that's that's not a good look. It for wouldn't you. it? Wouldn't translate well to our audience yeah so i I, there's no way i'd be able to explain so we're not going to expose you like that uh, on today's podcast let Um, me keep living the lie and instead uh let's rewind a week and a half we're late on this but i felt like it was important to bring it up yeah we failed to talk about an snl sketch oh that was directly influenced by you the chicken legs. The chicken leg sketch, yes.
0: And you and I actually we, we we talked about it off mic on maybe on text or something, yeah, very yeah, briefly. We did, we did. Well here's um, the thing. And here's then we what just happened. forgot just, to talk I'll, about it on the podcast. I'll lay it out. Yeah. I watched that sketch, immediately
1: thought of Ross, and I think I was watching it on uh, SNL on Hulu on Sunday, so I figured that Ross's DMs and mentions were already flooded, absolutely littered. With mentions of this bad. sketch
0: Was that am I, am I correct in assuming that Yes And I'm still getting like So anything chicken leg related There was that meme Of that dude On the leg press machine mm. Wearing the long socks That are their joke socks And it's a chicken leg <laughs> And And I don't know if you've ever seen that But I've been tagged in it On Instagram Probably like 10,000 times <laughs> In the past three years Yeah And it kind of It's one of those memes That'll catch waves And like a new batch Of four million people Finds it And then I get tagged By a hundred of them Um yeah, so no, chicken leg jokes and me, if they happen, I'm, I'm very aware of them. Yes, sure. yeah. So, uh,
1: so, so I reached out to you on Sunday and I was like, hey, yo, how many times have you been tagged in this SNL chicken leg sketch? And you hadn't watched it yet, is the thing. Yeah. And so I, we weren't able to like laugh or talk about it. And then Tuesday rolled around and, and it had slipped my mind by then. Mine too. So that, that's why we didn't bring it up. But did you ever get to watch this sketch? No. You still haven't watched it. No. So you're just out. You're out. You're not owning it. You don't want to
0: own it. Um. You're, are you, are you. Here's are you, my concern. Yeah. Let me, let me Look, I've been answer. making chicken leg jokes for a long time. Mm-hmm. What is the angle of the sketch? Like what was the, what was the premise of the sketch? Do you remember?
1: Yes. It was a competition okay. among men with chicken legs to see who would win Mr. Chicken Legs. Who would be Mr. Chicken
0: Legs? <laughs> okay. Never mind. That's really funny. I want to watch that, but that should be me. I'm Mr. Chicken Legs. You, so, and I'm Mr. Banana Grabber. And let me just say,
1: <laughs> Yeah, Pete Davidson ends up winning Mr. Chicken Legs. And okay. he's honestly the only one up there out of the three dudes that legit has chicken legs. Yeah. And he wins, he wins by doing the skelly dance wearing a Jack Skelet- Skeletor Skellington. Skellington, Skellington Jack Skellington costume.
0: Okay, that's great.
1: Uh, that's it, so it's even more apropos for, for okay. you. You've literally worn the costume. And I really like that
0: guy. Pete Davidson. Pete yes, yes. I really like that dude. Uh, okay, yeah, this is good stuff.
1: Yeah, so the, 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 the sketch, aside from Pete Davidson doing a little skelly dance, <laughs> was a little bit underwhelming. Sure. But overall, worth watching, you know, it's just too, re- it's so relatable for you. But I do, I just, you know, last word on this, you would
0: definitely still win Mr. Chicken Legs in this competition. Thank you. I, I appreciate yeah. that. It's I, don't to ta- me. I don't want
1: to take that away from you. you it's know? important
0: to me that I retain that crown, Barry. And you made a, you made a very important point. Too many people joke, you know, oh, yeah, Tim's got chicken legs. When Tim doesn't have chicken legs, Tim just has skinnier legs than, than the rest of the squad or whatever. Chicken legs are a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I have them. <laughs> and, and for those of us that have them, we know real chicken legs, and when y'all are joking around about your boy who just has slightly skinnier legs than the rest of y'all, those aren't yeah, chicken legs. Yeah. These are chicken legs, and there's, no, a, there's uh, a total yeah. lack of muscle it and It gets and bastardized definition.
1: because there are so many bros out there now who just completely, they're just ignoring their upper bodies at this point. Yes. They're so locked into leg day and leg day only. That they're actually doing a, you know, they're they're reversing, they're reversing it, yeah. And now they just have like massive like bodybuilder thighs, Tr- trunks, so that yeah. they can look good in their two inch inseam shorts, right? And then just no definition up top, but they're very proud of the fact that they have bulbous legs, huge legs, huge <laughs> acorn crunching legs. It's <laughs> <laughs>
0: just massive thighs, crack a um, walnut in between those, yeah, cheeks, absolutely. You know? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but that's too many years of leg day jokes in a row and then all these dudes flipped it and now we've got a way over produced over oversaturated mm-hmm. market and, yeah. and guys like yeah. me with real chicken legs we're sick of these other dudes getting credited like they have chicken legs just because all these other guys got their thighs to explode right right Correct. so my point is enough of that okay yeah. um moving on
1: moving on let's talk globes here was the bi- Here's the big controversy going into the Globes. Mm-hmm. It was another like Oscar so white situation. Again? Again, yes, where a lot of things had been overlooked. But okay. I sincerely believe that it, w- it would not have even made news except for this one snub and what was in its place instead. Okay. I May Destroy You was completely ignored, not nominated for a single thing. And if ask any single like creative person within the industry or anybody that's like really plugged in or anybody that is like all about like the art of television and it was, one and of it the was the best, be, best show of 2020, yeah. like not close for, for anybody that like approaches it with that type of, you know, very like, like inquisitive and, and food for thought mind with their TV, right? Yes. Anybody that's like, you know, talking about who's the best auteur, who has the the, the most amazing vision, who like you know, shattered barriers and and put stuff on TV they didn't even think could be on TV we did and, and the whole did it big and all like, of yes, every like element of this it. This was yeah. the most amazing thing of twenty twenty, completely overlooked and ignored by the Golden Globes. Now, in its place, I mean, and, and we can only take it this way, is because it was this glaring snub and then this glaring inclusion that should not have been there was the show on Netflix Emily in Paris. I don't know if you saw the the the, the the landslide of memes around Emily in Paris when it was released.
0: Yeah, this makes it feel even worse. But it was because widely divided,
1: right? and panned, and laughed at for how like vapid, dumb, and just you know pr- typical like white person in Europe it was basically. You know, it was essentially a, a, a vehicle for. For Lily Collins to like wear a bunch of designer clothes as a twenty two year old quote unquote intern and gallivant around Europe and gallivant around Paris in Europe, yeah, yeah. I, so, hear, I see a
0: headline here: Emily in Paris, savagely mocked during opening monologue of Golden Globes. Yeah,
1: yeah. And they even like go, went to Lily Collins, the the star of Emily in Paris, like on her Zoom, who just had to like sit there and smile nicely, basically. <laughs>
0: Holy shit, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah,
1: and it's it kind of it's 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 shitty in 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 one regard because it's like, you know, it's not her fault. No, she took the job. Yeah. But the show is absolutely deserving of by, by all accounts this all ridicule. of the, the the ridicule that it's it's receiving. And so in light of destroy you not even being included at all, and then this shit. This that's what really I think sent everybody into the uproar about the
0: lack of of inclusion. Do we think it's actually a okay? Because here's my here's the thing. I don't know if it's necessarily racism, or if it's straight up that award show people running all all of the award shows, frankly, have been terrible at knowing what is good and what is not. And it's this politicized, weird who paid more money to promote their shit thing. Yeah, and it's not really about quality, and it never
1: was. So the 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 like. The kind of the systemic racism comes into play because and this was also revealed in the lead up to the Golden Globes or or investigated and dissected and talked about. And but I think it was a bit of a reveal. There is out of the the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, Mm -hmm. which has like 70 or 90 members or whatever it is, there's not
0: a single black person. then why the fuck are the Golden Globes a thing even? (laughs) Like that should by and large be indicative of a problem that that we should have never been watching the Golden Globes in the first place. Right.
1: So and and as there, there, you know, a lot of people have been talking about this so I'm not saying anything new here but like We've always kind of known this. We've, we you and I have talked about how the HFPA is a wacky bunch. Yes, they always nominate weird shit. They always miss stuff that definitely should have been there. They run out their quirky weirdo members to but, give one yes, speech every year. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and this year they had those members give a very stilted and vague apology of sorts that didn't really like cut. You know, that didn't really pay the bill uh, for everybody that was the worried. Of, you know, or, or, or thinking about how they might change. They basically came out and they were like, we'll change. Don't know how yet, but we're going to do it. Sorry it Um, wasn't this year, (laughs) but we will. um, But we, we, we look, we overlook, we, you know, we set those things aside because it's a fun show to watch. Yeah. It is the fun award show to watch. And that's what, that's why we, we, why we've lived with it for so long. This year, with no, you know, drunk Chrissy Teigen doing the laughy, cry, smile face. The focus becomes. The focus, like, was, you know, and, and obviously in light of 2020 yeah. and, and, and 2021 now and, like, everything. This was the moment where, you know, the, the bill came kind of due for the HFPA. And Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, who, who uh, were hosting, opened up with a monologue that was savage towards them as well. Like they base, you know, they went for the neck, and so that that was that was fun. It was funny. That's I, an thought interesting
0: they, piece of the puzzle yeah, with them I, too. I, I thought they had some good jokes. Like, are they um, never involved in the production side of this? Because they seem to get shredded every year. Like, do they not know going in? Like, oh no, I think they. I mean, we're letting our hosts skewer us. I think this year in particular, they were probably like, "This is happening, and there's nothing you can do about it." That's what I'm saying. They don't have an, <laughs> They don't have a move. No. No they can't say, all right, we have to cast only somebody to be our hosts who who will not say anything bad about no no, us. no, it's, it's NBC's deal. it's
1: their award show like the they're putting it on, you know what I mean so how's that tie
0: into like the why is the Hollywood foreign... anyway go ahead I just I just thought that whole thing is so stupid that element yeah. of these award shows <laughs> that were like it's the Academy Awards and then're it's actually like who picks those ones? Yeah, I mean the, the Academy um who's in the academy <laughs> everybody See? it's like what it's... the fuck though but with the hollywood foreign press association it's not even that it's a bunch of random fucking people and not kn- one of them out of 80 is black That's just to weird. continue to, to continue this direction of the conversation you know how like
1: you know how um balloting for all-star games comes down to the fans but now with the nba they like factor in players votes as well as i think coaches votes or Something maybe it's like gms there's, a, there's some ratio now and uh I, it's one of those things where it's like if you want to know who the mvp of the league is you shouldn't pull the, the the writers you should pull the coaches and the players right they are the ones that know yes and so to to that degree there are awards you know we talk about them in the lead-up to the oscars they just don't have big glitzy glamorous ceremonies but like the screen actors guild awards and the writer and the the writers guild awards and the Directors Guild Awards, like those, are really probably the ones that that should be respected the most because they're actually being decided by like the people that are that are creating the stuff. Yeah. Now, it, it, of course, there's probably still an inclusion issue with some of those groups because you know Jane Fonda accepted her Cecil DM, Cecil B. DeMille Cecil B. DeMille yeah. Award um and 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 talked about you know the the ongoing issue in hollywood of like not lifting up and and raising up certain voices and the need to continue to press and and do more there and so those guilds probably are, are working on like you know upping the ante on on their inclusivity as well but just by and large it, 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 compare it to the hollywood foreign press which like we're again like we're saying. The Hollywood foreign press. Why the? Why do we give two shits what they think? Yeah.
0: Who the fuck is that?
1: It's a bunch of. It's a bunch of press. Yeah. You know. Like we don't care. So anyway. And they're foreign. And they're foreign. <laughs> the hell, do they no, know about it, Hollywood. But it is. It is a very like clandestine group of, of of international press. And the yeah. only reason we give it so much weight in the first place is because NBC puts on a great award show so,
0: around it. Do you want to so, hear really quickly how the the Academy Awards are voted on? It's a, co- a group. Well, I mean. It's 8,469 eligible Oscar voters. Each person belongs to one of 17 branches. Each branch nominates for its own category. Example: editors nominate editor, editors. Actors nominate for the four acting categories. Everybody gets to nominate for best picture. Uh, for the final voting of the winner, all branches vote for everything. So there are branches for all the different categories, right? Actors, cinematography, costume designers, blah, 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 blah. But you become a member, anyone can apply. As long as you have feature film credits, and each candidate must be approved by each branch's executive committee, then submitted to the board. And that's how you become a member of the group that votes for the Academy Awards. Yeah, that's pretty dense. That's pretty intense. Uh, Um, By the way, that's via Variety. Thank you, Variety, for the legwork and Tim Gray. Tim Gray.
1: Very good. Uh, So, uh, you know, you can go read about all this stuff. Uh, We don't have to to, to bore you any further with it. But I did want to touch on... I wasn't bored, but okay. I did want to touch on a couple of uh, of awards here, yeah, because um, I, I was I was kind of upset by them. Hit me, Barrett. Okay, uh, now let me give you let me give you the, the the list of of movies that were nominated for comedy, best motion picture musical or comedy, Borat subsequent movie film, Hamilton, music, Palm Springs, and The Prom. I've never heard of The Prom. Music was again another very prob- problematic movie that people were not happy with because of its its because of its casting and its approach to the storytelling. Okay. Uh, features an it it it's features an autistic character that who is, was, played that is
0: played by a actor non-autistic played by a non-autistic actress, I can't remember. Act, actress. Yeah, I saw some of this controversy.
1: And then the story kind of centers on the non-autistic person anyway. So people it, 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 it should not have been nominated. It's n- enough said. Okay. Hamilton, which I don't think counts because it was just a recording of the fucking play. Barrett, it a thousand percent does not count. <laughs> Why the fuck was that involved in this? Like, Thank you. Don't get me wrong. I love that it is a, available to me as a yes, movie yes. on Disney Plus now.
0: But but, wh- but look, this wasn't Les Mis. They didn't redo no, it exactly. for, fucking, like, for the big screen. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not with that.
1: All right, so it boiled down to Palm Springs and Borat, basically. And I just thought it was like an amazing opportunity for the HFPA to be like, you know what's fun? Good movies that come out of nowhere and kind of like blow your socks off and are super fun. And everybody loves them and talks about them. And oh my God, how much fun was this to watch and talk about and dissect and great performances. You're talking about Borat, right? <laughs> and great performances from from Sandberg and Milioti. Yeah. No, no, we're going to go with the sequel to Borat
0: instead. And it, 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 I'm, I'm serious, though. Like, that's such a bad decision that it should discredit the entire show. <laughs> like, that's such a bad point blank bullshit money grab. Like, what Borat subsequent movie film but, yeah. won over Palm, Palm Springs? Springs. Yeah. One of the more delightful surprises of the year. Ex- yes. Yes. That's, that's sad, man. That's um, pretty sad. And they, they loved this movie so
1: much that they also gave the best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical or comedy to Sasha Baron Cohen for Borat's subsequent movie film. For reprising a role that has been around for like 15 years now. My wife. My wife. Left me. And it's... I, I don't know. I just I had an issue with this because I, I
0: Everyone has an issue with this. They're they like, What how was did he accept it like like give him the, give I, did he do a speech? It, Sasha they, Baron Cohen they, they want to award like
1: his like uh, you know the fact that he's like pushing buttons and talking yeah, and he about put himself out talking there. about something serious in the world like with the conspiracy theories and like all this type of stuff and how dangerous it can be. And like I get it, but to be quite honest, the movie was pretty pedantic and I didn't like it nearly as much as the first one because it was so on the nose, not subtle at all, which is fine. It had some funny moments. Like, I understood what it was saying and the message of it. But, uh, like, an a, a, a award-winning film, it was not.
0: No, it was not, Barrett.
1: And so, I, you know,
0: maybe... Even in 2020.
1: Maybe between that and Palm Springs, you want to... Like, I will guess I'll hear your argument for giving it to Borat because it was a more... Because it was, like, it had the socially conscious aspect about it. But then for performance, this guy's been doing this for... 15 years You gonna give him an award for You're giving an award to the my wife
0: guy <laughs> Well that's what I was gonna ask Did he um Very nice. Did he acknowledge like Kind of the absurdity of this win No wind? he did not No, oh, That's unfortunate no. man I would have hoped that he'd be Look I get it I'm not trying to discredit the Borat thing I think it's an incredible cultural achievement um, To get that level of niche comedy To break through to the mainstream But like you said Yo, it's been 15 years with this shit from straight up back on the TV show to the first film to 10 years later, the second film. And, and the second one was, was, was kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> so, like, I know he like, they, look, don't get me wrong. I laughed a lot and there was yeah. funny parts of it. But, like, that didn't teach me anything I didn't already know. It didn't reveal anything about, that we didn't already know. Because as we discussed after we watched it, like, social media exists in a way that, that it wasn't shocking anymore. Borat One was shocking because we didn't, I don't think all of us were aware of the level of ignorance that exists in some parts of this country. Right, right, yeah. This didn't reveal anything new. It didn't give me anything I didn't already have. So it was kind of a piece of shit all said and done and and while palm springs which i sat down and watched knowing absolutely nothing about and left like god damn that was really fucking good for an andy samberg movie <laughs> like no no offense to andy samberg it's good but for any movie That's yes the thing, i just don't, i just there's no way i would have watched that and, and expected what i got out of it yeah. and then it was incredible and i was just like it was really funny it was heartfelt it had cute moments it had sad moments it had really deep moments. It was a very good movie through and through, even if the premise wasn't original, which I'm sure is one of the things they argued, but then it's like, hold up, son. Borat, subsequent movie film? (laughs) We're gonna talk about the originality of the fucking premise just because Groundhog Day exists? Like, this was a bad decision, so. Okay, uh, one more
1: note on the Golden Globes. Uh, Jason Sudeikis accepted award. This was a a well-deserved award, best actor in a a, uh, comedy TV show for Ted Lasso. And he was up very late. He is in London, filming season two, I believe. So this was, this was you know, late night for him. Okay. And he was, he, he, it was basically you accepting an award at midnight in Austin. Okay. He was wearing a tie-dye hoodie <laughs> and was clearly stoned as hell.
0: <laughs> I saw some, I saw some screen caps and I thought and they were from like a sketch after he, the fact. He,
1: and his speech, uh, he went on to say, well, first he said, ah, this is nuts. This is nuts, like four times. And then he said, and then uh, let me just, I'll paraphrase here, but he said, uh, I, I, I guess what I want to say is, well, I read this story to my son, Otis, uh, you know, every night and it's from, it's by Leo Tolstoy and it's the three things. And the three things are, um, you know, like, what do you like to do? Uh, who's somebody and who's number one? And who's number one That's like the person The person that you're with that, they're, they're number one So I, I would just like to say that, that I find the notion Of best actor Just you know it's, it's dumb Because really the best actor That's the person That I'm acting with Holy shit uh, I
0: found the quote <laughs> I, I, I found the full quote Can I read it? Yeah please Please uh, this, is, this is pretty amazing <laughs> I read this book To my son Otis Called The Three Questions By three Leo questions. Tolstoy It has these three questions <laughs> When's the best time To do things? Well, what's the right thing To do? And then who's the most important one? (laughs) That last question, who's the most important one, is whoever the person you're with. (laughs) So I kind of reject the premise of being the best actor because, in my humble opinion, the best actor is the person you're acting with. That's it. Yeah, that was it.
1: So it was pretty awesome. Um, He clearly wasn't expecting it. There were a lot, and there were just, there were were many moments. The whole thing was very Zoom-heavy. And you could just tell. Zoom's wh- awkward, man. And yes, and you could tell, like, the people that were like, my agent and manager are making me do this.
0: Can you, can, have you been and shocked it was like, by the lack S- of internet S- issues? Shadakis,
1: Al Pacino, and Donald Sutherland oh. come to mind as people that were just like,
0: all right, let's get this over with. Like, this is fucking stupid. I can't believe I have to sit in front of this yes. computer. I can't believe I did 78 movies in the last 40 <laughs> years, won three best actors, and I have to sit here and Zoom when I could be smoking a cigar on the balcony and jacking off uh, or whatever wealthy yeah. old actors do. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, But, uh, but we got an, a nice little,
1: a nice Sudeikis moment. Uh, people, that sounds amazing. Uh, people also were talking about how his how he his entire presence embodied both pandemic life and also that he looked divorced. Very divorced. Oh, yeah, dude. Because <laughs> he's just had this. Yeah, we have a look. This split from uh, from Olivia Wilde after many, many years. And then she's dating Harry Styles. You know how that goes. Oh,
0: man. He's getting uh, fucked up right now. So, yeah. That so makes a lot of sense. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this
0: is my vibe all of 2020. All, back all in 2020. Just, that, that was probably the, the night's highlight. Indeed. Okay. Uh, last thing I'll. I'll say is that I saw Chadwick Boseman won uh, posthumously the best actor in a drama award for his role in Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. He did. Which I said was the best thing I had ever seen him do. Yeah. So I I basically feel responsible uh, for that D- pick.
1: Daniel Kaluuya also won uh, for uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, which I plan on uh, having
0: watched by next week so we can talk about it. Good shit. Good shit. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Chadwick crushed that speech. I mean, the movie, again, was kind of one I could leave, but his role, I was like, God damn, that was really, really, really good. So I get them acknowledging him there, um, and I don't know who he was up against, so frankly, I think that's why I... Yeah. If I can't remember a single role where I'm like, this person really should have been best actor, then yeah, he he probably deserves that nod.
1: Yeah, underlying, underscoring... A large His portion of this too. a large portion of this uh discourse is that there were there a lot of movies didn't get released and therefore are not here for awards season. Mm-hmm.
0: And so the pickings are rather slim. slim. Slim pickings. Yes. That's how you end up with but Borat subsequent movie film. Exactly. Yep. And uh Lonely Island. Is what I call it because it's not popping into my head. Okay, I got one more little tidbit for you here. It's not called Lonely Island, though.
1: Did you again? I'm I'm kind of late on this news, but Uh I just thought it was worth mentioning. Uh Donald Glover got a nine figure deal with Amazon to uh, to produce, star, do, create,
0: all of the above. That strikes me as cheap. Uh, And one of the does that not strike you as an incredible deal for for Amazon? If you were going to hire one of the most talented creators in the country right now and just hand them a bag because you're Amazon, you can, you wouldn't pick, you wouldn't don't pick Donald Trump. Ni- I don't know or-
1: if the nine figures is 100 million or 900 million.
0: Wait, nine figure. Okay, seven figures is a single digit million. Yes. So nine figures is at least $100 million. Oh, I thought it was at least 10 million.
1: No, that would be one additional figure. That would be an eight figure deal. Holy
0: shit. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. That's Steve Bezos' money right there, baby. Yeah. Jeff yeah. Bezos is his name. Steve's his brother. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that... Okay, sorry. Sorry, math it was never my strong suit. Um, okay, that makes much more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were going to hand... Because I'm thinking on the terms of like, what does Kanye get to sign with Adidas in that sort of realm? Donald Glover is one of the best, uh, most, most talented human beings walking the face of the country at the moment. If you can lock him into a contract to make whatever the fuck... That's probably a move. So you want to hand a dude like that? You know, that's crazy though. A hundred million dollars is dope. That's what he deserves. I mean, Good. I
1: don't know. It, it's it's nine figures. So we don't no know one the knows.
0: It could be it's 500 over a hundred million. million. Yes, it could be seven hundred yes. million for all we fucking know. Correct, correct. It's, hey, a, it's remember a, when people gave him shit
1: for quitting Thirty Rock. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a very very big deal. Um, there's also some. Th- People's going to have more money than Tina Fey. All said and done, he, he's got. Uh, there's some connection. I believe a writer on one of his new shows is Malia Obama, by the way. Also very kind of a cool just thing that's out there is that Malia Obama is a TV writer now. Yep.
0: You're not wrong. And it's on
1: that show for Amazon. Yeah. Okay. So the other thing also with this Donald Glover it's Amazon thing. that one. That's right. The other thing with the Donald Glover Amazon thing is that he and Phoebe Waller-Bridge are starring together in, his, in an Amazon uh, piece. Hmm. That is a reboot slash remake slash reinterpretation of Mr. And Mrs. Smith, a movie that we covered not, but a few weeks
0: ago. I also saw people, I saw this break on Twitter and I saw people praising Mr. And Mr. Smith, Mrs. Smith as one of their favorite movies of back in the day. And I was just like, what the hell happened when I watched this? (laughs) Like I watched it with our 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 good friend, uh, a female friend of ours. It was a really cool chick. I'm trying to say her name without saying it. it, it I mean, I just put it in your brain. Mm-hmm. Boats. Okay. Um, nothing bad happened during. I don't know what ruined this experience me, but I fucking hated the movie. I remember being like upset with how bad it yeah, was. Yeah, but did you watch it in 2006
1: or whatever? Yeah. Well, so it wasn't your bag back then. Okay, you're right. You couldn't appreciate it's it's for it's, some reason. Uh, Something happened. It's kind of its silliness.
0: Maybe it was my parents like going through shit and I didn't like the, the conflict. Mm. I bet that was it. Look at
1: that. I psychologically figured it out. I'm right, Dr. Melf- just- I'm Dr. Melfi over here. Check us out. Patreon.com/oystersclamscockles. Where's
0: a glass table for me to flip and run out of here crying or whatever?
1: Um, all in all, I not only he he's they are shooting season 3 and 4 of Atlanta for FX back to back and then he is moving on to this Amazon all his Amazon projects and it's very excited, very exciting because I, I want whatever he wants to put out.
0: You want to hear this? It's, it's a series uh, in development, Hive, with Malia, 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 Malia. Malia writing on it. Excuse me. Centered around a, quote, Beyonce-like figure. I don't know what that means, but it's yep. exciting. Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative. It gets the people going. Um, hey, did you watch any Alan versus Pharaoh? I did not. Oh, you're scared to now. Yeah, I am. My mom watched it. Okay, <laughs> my mom watched it, and and I told y'all like this was a thing With my parents there was it was a weird thing we acknowledged that Woody Allen was sort of a that he had this weird shadowy image issue, but nobody knew if it was real or not, and it was kind of like if you were a fan of Woody Allen, it was like with Michael Jackson, man, the same. You you end up in the camp that's a, an apologist, and, and and you sort of defend him. So after you and I's discussion, my mom and I had a discussion where she was like, I'm not... uh, She was kind of like, you know, I think Mia Farrow might be a nut. Yeah. She's doing the whole... She was like, Mia Farrow's crazy. Mia Farrow's fucking crazy is what she said. I'm just throwing my mom under the bus here. I'm sorry, mom. I love you very much. So then she texted me the next day and she said, I watched episode one. It's pretty damning. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, yeah, it's really damning. And Mia Farrow couldn't seem more sane and of sound mind like she could not be more normal it is so very clearly a case of this powerful psychopath using his influence to paint this woman as crazy so that he could get away with all the and frankly it wasn't hard to paint her as crazy there were a lot of elements of her that came off as a little different we all know that's okay right now right to be different is fine so the way that played out it was just totally not representative of reality in my opinion. And now this documentary is shocking as a result because it's just like, Oh my God, this is pretty point blank stuff. This is not like, well, this a gray area where like, you know, it's like he fucking was like, he groomed this child. And, and now God knows what kind of weird influence he has over her adult version of her. It's fucking weird. And the whole thing freaks me out. Um, anyway, I can't wait for you to watch it so that you feel shame. <laughs> What else you want to talk about?
1: Um, I'm ready to move on to to Marvel, WandaVision. Good God, what, yes. What have you, okay,
0: so I got caught up. If you're ready, um, I actually ended up watching two in a row last night, seven and eight, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, the the just. Man, it got dark fast. Like, I guess what I didn't realize, and here's the the new level of respect I have for Marvel, is that they figured out somewhere along the way, we can utilize superheroes and these characters that are, like, almost non-human and and still make what are sort of kids' movies. I'm doing a lot of air quotes today. Mm -hmm. Kids' movies that have incredibly brutal moments and heartbreaking deaths that you wouldn't normally be able to really get away with in a kid's movie. Sure. Um, it's, like it's like the animal loophole, right? The animal loophole. Bambi's mom dies in the first few minutes. That shit would never fly in a kid's movie if it was their actual right, right. mom. A human mom. A human mom being shot in the first few minutes. Nobody takes their fucking six-year-old to go see that. Right. Um, so Marvel, which again, this is, this is a hand-up moment for me. I only went and really gave Iron Man a chance. I didn't give a shit about any of the other superheroes, and I had no idea that they had so much depth and that they had what we hit on last week. We gave them a lot of props, and we talked about how the universe they built is much more genius than you and I realized as you've gone back and caught up on the films, and I'm very motivated to do that now, To do that now, even more so now having caught up on WandaVision and had multiple scenes from the films inserted into them. Had to pause and ask my girlfriend who's seen them. Yep. What the fuck was that? <laughs> and I'm not talking about like, oh, hit me with one sentence that catches me up. I'm like, tell me the whole movie that that movie was from, um, so, so that I could understand. And and oh my god, dude, dude, some of these have been really fucked up. Y'all have seen some fucked up shit that I haven't seen. <laughs> I'm I cannot wait to watch these, man. And I'm I'm just I was really impressed again by the storytelling. The the this was a ballsy show to make having. Wanda Maximov do like every sitcom generation and to the point where she ends up talking one on one with the camera mm-hmm. for multiple minutes and trying to carry like the Malcolm in the middle thing into the modern family thing and like yeah, this was a, this was incredible yeah I, I think that um it has tied in to everything just like we said it would yeah or like you like we were talking about the genius of their universe does
1: and, and there are a lot of angles that I think you can. Come at this show from, or or look at it from, uh, and and some of them are good, and some of them are are bad slash cynical, right? Like the fact of the ma- like it, it it is hard to to kind of of uh, ignore the fact that in large part, like this series now was maybe even designed to get you to go back and watch the movies on Disney Plus. Because it's not really, it, it, so far it hasn't, It it's giving us this long, a, a, a long version of an origin story, right? And in fact, we got a 30 minute origin, a 35 minute origin story for Wanda Maximoff in this most recent episode. Walking back through her whole damn life. Walking through back through her whole damn life, which we had not gotten. And in fact, what I didn't, what, what I kind of, Agatha, what I started realizing about two thirds of the way through is that. Through all the movies, like, I know that this character, because I've read about her and because it's been talked about on blogs and when people refer to the movies and the characters and all that, I know sh- that Wanda is, you know, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch. But it had not ever been said in the Marvel Cinematic Universe until the very end of this most recent episode. Did were, were you aware of that?
0: I don't even know who the Scarlet Witch is. And when the episode ended last night, I actually, I was like, because she was like, oh, my God. And I was like, well, who... Who's who the fuck is that? And she was like, it would take me a really long time to explain. Well, so we've always known that Wanda's the Scarlet
1: Witch. She's like, even if even if you like go to IMDb, sometimes I think it says like Wanda Maximoff but slash I was Scarlet Witch. Do you know who
0: the Scarlet Witch is, just off top? No, you're. But if you, but is it referenced a bunch in the movies? No,
1: it, it it's if you are s- like you you like you've like you've said just in the last few minutes. Yeah, you have been pretty, you know not in tune with the at MCU all. at all at all so you're not you're not even like casually observing like the movie releases or like what's coming out or uh, how about this one do you know who Mahershala Ali is slated to play in a couple of years Mm-mm. okay yeah like this is that was huge news if you're even remotely if it's in. even on your you know in your sight lines to right? the MCU yeah it's blade by the way which is gonna also somehow tie into all this eventually. Like the the like one Wesley that Snipes Wesley played, Snipes yes. did? Uh-huh.
0: Dope. Uh, <laughs> that's gonna be sick. If you're not psyched for that, you're in the wrong camp.
1: Um so so she has oft been referred to by her comic book character name, which is the Scarlet Witch. That is her superhero name. Got it. But until Catherine Hahn floats up in her new badass witch witch look and is like, You're chaos magic, which makes you the Scarlet Witch. It, yeah, yeah. It's never been said, so that She's was always like been a pretty Wanda Maximoff. Wanda Maximoff. So that was a pretty sweet moment. Anyways, uh, uh, just back to my, you know, my cynical point is that it, we, we, you know, I think that there was some expectation, maybe it was wishful thinking, that this show was going to lean in to like to the to the relationship between Wanda and Vision and the grief that it that 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 lost causes and like. The, the havoc that that it can wreak and it's done some of that but at the end of the day like what what is point a of this show and I, it's kind of the, to to engage new people with the rest of the catalog and cr- and convert new consumers of MCU material yeah. and and canon and but that's I'm fine i'm okay with that it's that doing a good job good
0: yeah i'm 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 okay with that if it's good and and you hit on this it's like there's this very look the thing that was off-putting to me about the Marvel Cinematic Universe was how manufactured it felt. All of it felt so fucking obvious, right. just like like walking into IKEA and there's there's arrows on the ground. Go this way, you fucking sheep. Yeah, right. This movie this next. Leads this to movie this next, leads to this. This movie leads, next, to, this, this movie leads next. to this. And I'm yeah. just like, ah. Uh. Yeah. And you could really feel that early on. And I'm and I'm not. Here's the thing I didn't realize is that there's such a level of quality within the storytelling. That you can get, you can you can get over that. Yeah. You can. So that's what's really happened here with with the Wandavision for me is it's like, yes, we hit the point where I now realize I'm being had. <laughs> And that this is all just deployed to expand the MCU universe. This is not really a standalone I, story at all. I mean,
1: have you noticed av- after every single, do you make it far enough yes, to the credits? That I Age watch of, all that, the credits. Well, I know, but
0: so when oh, you get past and that. It, and then it's like Age, Age of, of Ultron. Ultron. Yes. Watch it now. And then it just stays up there and I keep waiting for it to start or do something, but it just sits there for yeah. hours. Yeah. Um, Every single time. So is that the first one? No, that's the second Avengers movie. But so it's the, why the fuck is that the one? That's because the, yes.
1: it's the, because it's the one
0: that introduces Wanda. Ah, yeah. got you. Okay, so well, yeah, because okay, we kind of got some of that in these last two episodes, but you did. Yes, Vision was created by Ultron. Ultron. Yep. to destroy the world. Yes. Okay. Yep. And that's why he has an Infinity Stone in his forehead. Yes. That then gets plucked out by Thanos. That is right. Um, in front of Wanda. Yes, you got it. Pretty fucked up. Yeah. Watching him do that, even having absolutely no background on that film, was still fucked up.
1: Um, it, you, you kind of you you spoke to this quickly, but I just worth touching again. God, El- this happened so fast. Elizabeth Olsen has been like a revelation throughout this show. By the way, just she's been absolutely incredible, and so her and and Vision, whoever that her, dude is, her, yeah, Paul Bettany. That. Uh, her performance is you know it it, it is a it. Whether the show can be that profound and that deep and that singular is one question, but her acting is like worthy of a show that is those things. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Like it. There's it, there's nothing wrong with her performance as far, as far as what you know what she's doing and the emotion that she's able to convey. That is all spot on and like it and and in fact elevates this show from what could be just like very schlocky and like here, eat this sugary cereal so that we can get you into the movie theater when they reopen.
0: Right. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm looking at Paul Bettany's, um, IMDB right now. No, great. Yeah. Great actor. By the way. And I, this is a guy that every movie he's been in, I've been like, fuck, I love that guy. Wow. Holy shit. And I'm talking back to 2001's a night's tale. Yeah. Like he's a real scene stealer, man. Um, but he was, he was also in A Beautiful Mind, which is one of my favorite, favorite movies. He plays uh, Russell Crowe's roommate, who doesn't actually exist. Spoiler alert for everyone who hasn't. S- I'm sorry if you haven't seen A Beautiful Mind. <laughs> Wait six months. You won't remember this happened. Um, but I'm going through his, his catalog, and, and man, he's had a really, really good career. Like yes. a really, really like he's probably one of the great underrated l- leading dudes in Hollywood. I think that's a, fair. A, not leading dudes, I guess, but supporting dudes in Hollywood. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's weird to categorize him
1: because he's like not totally a character actor. You know, he kind of has some leading man chops. Yeah, but he does. But he's usually not the. He does it, like. Does he have anything on his IMDb? I'm, I'm trying to think where does he's he the, star, where he is star? the star, star,
0: star. Not that I'm seeing and remembering, man. Yeah. God damn, he's done a lot of shit. I mean, really big budget stuff, too. Yes, yes. But he, but he is
1: a great, great... He's been great at what he does, which is playing, like, you know... Is he a character s- actor?
0: Does he classify well, as a that's character That's what I'm actor? saying.
1: Like, I guess I guess you would categorize him as as more of a character actor because of the roles that he's chosen. Yeah. But at the same time, like, he's tall and very good looking and, like, has a lot of presence, and he's he's great, man. Could
0: absolutely
1: like he could. He could a film. Sure. I
0: would think so. It, he's hit that point now, at least, where yeah. it's like you clearly see the potential in him carrying something on his own. The line he delivers, uh, uh, what is what is grief if not love persevering? Persevere, yeah, awesome. That line. then got memed bajillion times. Oh, I didn't see I the thought, oh my god, it's fucking everywhere. Huh. What is blank if not? Love persevering is the meme um, But what I saw that The attention I first saw Called to that line mm-hmm. Was a joke on Twitter And I, I'm sorry to not be able to credit this Whoever made this joke But it was You know Every writer Every screenwriter in America Watching WandaVision And it was that line being delivered And then the reaction was Oh fuck <laughs> And it was just Because that was such a good line And really that whole monolo- the Back and forth Not a monologue I guess Conversation between Wanda and Vision And it's, it's the thing that takes this whole shit to another level Yeah, is that there's, there's really good writing in these movies, even if yes, there's this big manufactured silly ass story at the top of the, but there's all these deeper layers and really fucked up stories that are in the characters lives. And like it, it, that, that is the thing that I was not fully aware of when it was back in 2006. And I was saying, no, I'm not a fucking Avengers guy. I'm not doing this. I'm sorry. I'm out. Right, Not doing multi-super... My claim was I did not like the multi-superhero movies. And I watched like Batman versus Superman and fucking hated myself for it. And I was out. Sure. I was out. So uh, now yeah. I'm back in because this worked. And, and if this was a lure and that was all, so be it. Lure me in, Daddy. I want more. I need to be in the MCU. Um, would you be, like by some- this time next year, I'll be dressed as Captain America. <laughs>
1: Would you like some tidbits and such within this Wandavision segment? God, I would. Never been done before. Let's do it now.
0: So obviously, you
1: know me. I I, I watch these shows, and then there's stuff that I have to know. I go down my rabbit holes. Yeah, you so can't help yourself. There's there is something. There's the Avengers that you know. There's also a, a another group of superheroes from the comic books that are also Avengers, but they are the West Coast Avengers. And some of what we're seeing in WandaVision is, start, is starting to pull from some West Coast advent, Avengers um, storylines as well. And I started reading the, um, the the Wikipedia section here where it's fictional team biography. And it starts going through all the people that have ever been part of the West Coast Avengers. And don't look it up yet. because I'm not. I'm not. I'm right, making a note. I, I, I want you because I, I start reading this stuff and it's just even more of a credit. To the people that are putting out these movies to take stuff that on paper sounds so absurd and so ridiculous and turn it into like very, very like serious the,
0: and dramatic quality well, the, movies. Yeah,
1: I mean, the undeniable piece of it is that they're enjoyable and and well-made. Yeah. You know, the quality, like, varies from, from film to film. And the storytelling is, like, sometimes good, sometimes too cliche, sometimes on the nose, sometimes, you know, a little scattered, whatever. Like, there's there's variation within. But the fact that, for the most part, every time they make something cool and enjoyable is is pretty amazing. Because I just, I'm just i just going to read you please, some... Please I, no. I, I know nobody wants us to read from Wikipedia,
0: but... That's exactly what I want. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. But, please tell me about the West Coast Avengers.
1: But he, here are some other names of superheroes in the West Coast Avengers. How about that? I'll just, I'll give you some of these. Mockingbird.
0: (laughs) That's not a good start.
1: Wonder Man. (laughs) Wonder Man? Wonder Man. Is there a Skeeter in here too? Is there a Skeeter? Uh, This is a villain. Graviton.
0: Oh, fuck, dude.
1: How about this villain? Master Pandemonium.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Who's the dork who came up with that name? That was a fucking Uh, miss. You should have thrown that one in the trash.
1: Firebird.
0: Barrett, Master Pandemonium um, sounds like something Butters and South Park would come up
1: <laughs> yes, with. Yes, I know. Uh, <laughs> um, so there's just like I was reading this stuff, and it's all so self-serious as you're re- as you're reading yeah. through like how all these people connect and diverge, and and how Wanda Envision like come from the regular Avengers to join the the, the West Coast Avengers, and. It's just really, it's really funny to like see how some of this stuff goes down. It's like the re- Crips and the Bloods, how there's like a Chicago
0: division. No, like- no,
1: they're all, they're all, they're all together. They're all the same team. They just, you know. Want to differentiate some- them. they're actually in California? Yes, exactly. Snobs, right. dude. Oh, wow. There's even, I didn't get to this part when I was uh, doing my cursory research. There's even a Great Lakes Avengers. So you got a regular Avengers, West Coast and Great Lakes. Um, anyway. Here's one that I wanted to get to, and, and this will turn into a, to another tidbit. Why do the Great Lakes need their own set of Avengers? Avengers, I just don't. Okay, go ahead, though. Um, here's another adventurer that eventually joins the West Coast Avengers. And this is important because this, because this series has been announced for Disney Plus with some big stars. Another hilarious name here, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. He is essentially marvel's answer to batman he wears a funny looking white costume and his name is moon knight <laughs> and moon knight is going to be played by oscar isaac and will also feature ethan hawk so we talked last week about just like the billions star power billions of dollars worth of actors that they have like everybody is just basically <laughs> Everybody outside of Leo is basically just like lined up outside of Marvel Studios, being like, "Is it it's my like, turn yet? Is it my turn yet? I'd like to cash that check now. Thank you, thank you, and thank you, sir. Please, uh. I will play any superhero, <laughs> even Moon Knight. I will I, look if it has to be Master Pandemonium. I'll I'm, be. It. I'll do it. Yeah. I will do it. Even you know, even if it's Wonder Man, I'm in. Just uh, just get me the check.
0: Another credit to the depth of this this the MCU universe they built in terms of the credit uh, the uh, the casting." I was looking for um, Monica, the character who plays Monica, the actress's name.
1: Oh, yes. Uh, and I had yeah, to get past... Rambo.
0: I think it's Teana Paris, right? Uh, that's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Olsen, Catherine Hahn, Paul Bettany, Kat Dennings, and Evan Peters before I even got to her name. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to say, another performance that I've just been like, God damn, this is powerful shit... Um, Her breaking through
1: that wall. And she's about to turn into a superhero as well, if you didn't catch that. She just did. She's going to be called, like,
0: Photon or something. She picked up powers by breaking through that thing somehow, obviously. Something happened there. Yeah. Um, Which brings me to my next MCU-related question. How many fucking superheroes are there in America? In this universe, is it just literally like Pan- K- Captain Pandemonium? Is It's just Pandemonium all the time in the <laughs> skies, though? Because there's like 620 superheroes just constantly fighting everybody? Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the world from a big picture, like if we got a lens down, da- like a from a bird's eye view. view, yeah, yeah, it's just bombs and Jet, fires yeah. and explosions and waves Witch, of water and all this look, madness. How about this witches? As
1: we're yeah, oh yes, we have now have witches in the universe, in hardcore, this universe, actually actual witchy witches. witches. one of the doing witchcraft. Catherine Hans was burned at the stake
0: in Salem. In Salem, by witches. But by witches... Not a trial. Big twist there. Yeah, big, yeah. Not a trial. By witches, though, big, (laughs) huge reveal. And then she murders all of them, including her mom. Yeah. Is still a witch, somehow ends up in, now, and is in Wanda's universe. Yeah. Uh And is is really curious about how she can do what Wanda does. She just really wants to be a more powerful witch. And then it turns out she's the one to announce that she's the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, the Scarlet Witch. Witch. Um... Yeah. Catherine Hahn's been great,
1: by the way. She's been, she's been she's been, been phenomenal. So I, 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 I actually had not made this connection, but it's a great, you talk about like how bird's eye view, space eye view, there's just a thousand superheroes in the air just all like, at one uh, time. Uh, yeah. But it makes me think of what I like, what I like is that it makes me think of the boys. Yeah. Right. Like how there's like a main team, but there are smaller superheroes all the in fuck every over. city all over the place. Yeah. And yeah, so I, guess, that, I guess it's that
0: I never really understood that angle of the this world. You know what I mean? I was right, familiar yep. with only a couple of their their guys. Yeah, so I didn't really know. And now it's uh, becoming abundantly more clear that this is much um, larger than I realized. Our, our our captain
1: on the Discord alerted payload uh, p- posted a uh, a, lit, a listed list of Marvel Studios upcoming projects. Moon Knight is listed on here, as is as are the stuff that we know about, like Blade. Um, and Deadpool 3, because, don't uh, because in, oh yeah, by the way, Marvel gets to include all of those other characters that that Fox or Sony had. So Deadpool gets to to play in this universe uh, uh, now. There's Thor, Love and Thunder, which, don't forget, is bringing back Natalie Portman, who will wield the hammer in that film. There's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. There's a bunch of shit you haven't heard of, like Invasion and Ironheart and uh, uh, the, uh, Eternals, What If... She-Hulk which I believe cast the um the 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 one from uh Perry Mason the preacher Oh shit really Why
0: is I can't remember I, can't remember I can't remember her name off the top but she was amazing
1: Yeah I believe she is playing She-Hulk There's new Guardians of the Galaxy stuff I said that one She-Hulk now, there's... So, uh, Her and He-Hulk, like, you know... We don't know.
0: <sighs> <sighs> do
1: mania that probably has something to do with Ant-Man. there's just, the Fantastic Four will eventually come out. John Krasinski is rumored to be playing the lead there, Reed Richards. Um, I, I was about to ask, where do they film all this I did, at the same I did time? hear... I heard there was some... I heard a rumor that Emily Blunt was potentially being cast as his wife or was up for the role but then i think i heard another thing that jennifer
0: lawrence has that role now that's awkward so that's how it goes sh- that is how it goes show business cutthroat business um
1: i i see a title on here called armor wars armor wars And I will just, I'll, 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 all I'll throw out there because I know nothing is that the Armor Wars are mentioned in the fictional team biography of that West Coast Avengers Wikipedia page I was mentioning. Jesus Christ! At some point, they get into the Armor Wars. So stay,
0: stay tuned for the Armor Wars. Good to know. Good to know. Hashtag Armor Wars. Wars. Um, I was thinking about like, goddamn, where do they produce all this? They must have so much studio room. All in Atlanta. Oh really? That's what I was joking about. Yeah, it's all. It's all shot on green screens so, in Atlanta. Yeah, and, and you brought, that, Sound up stages, you brought that up last week. Soundstages, green screens, warehouses in Atlanta. But watching WandaVision yesterday and catching up all the way the last two episodes and, and in particular realizing, um, look, the way they framed this show up, it will oftentimes be a pretty close-up Wanda shot with a lot of stuff going on in the background mm-hmm. and they can green screen it all. I mean, yeah. that I was unable to find a scene from the moment I realized... Holy shit. Part of the genius of this show, just like The Mandalorian, I would add, in some ways, and even more so with WandaVision, is the simplicity. The lack of sets, the fact that you can green screen almost anything in this world that they've created. Um, it is it is crazy efficient, I'm sure, compared to like the way things were for several shows, you know. Ten years ago, trying to do stuff like this was a lot more work and a lot more difficult. And I think they figured out a lot of the shortcuts that enable us to get things like the Mandalorian, which, of course, requires a bit more. um, There's a lot of spaceships and flying things. I think you can't really get away with the green screen.
1: Right. That's that's what we know. We know that Disney has this capability because, I I mean, I just learned that over the course of the season two of Mandalorian. But that is like 90% green screen, too. No shit. Yeah. Which is crazy, because you Just do... Them you them up there on, like, a wooden piece yeah, of wood. Yeah, because you really... I mean, the
0: the effects are incredible. And they're like, pretend yeah. you're flying a spaceship, and it's you and a piece of wood. Yeah. The, I don't like those behind the scenes on the DVDs. Did you yeah, watch the w- Harry Potter ones? No. It's mad disturbing. They're like, here's what was actually happening. <laughs> and it's, like, Ron jacking it in a corner, and you're like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? it's not what it looked like at all in the movie theater. um I don't like that. I don't want to be shown... The regular shit. Unless it's everybody on the Game of Thrones set for season eight suffering. And right. I'm in. Then I'm in. Okay, so lots of superheroes in the universe. WandaVision has been phenomenal. How many more episodes of WandaVision do we have? We have one more. Okay. Any predictions?
1: Uh, so, there. Paul Bettany and Elizabeth Olsen have made allusions to a cameo that they have said will... Be a Mark Hamill Luke Skywalker level level cameo. Of Holy shit! So they're gonna they're bringing somebody in to tie in. I don't have any. I, I, there are some guesses out there. One of them is probably accurate. I don't know what it's gonna be, but um, but yeah.
0: Hey, but yeah. I saw I saw you know part of what I picked up I, here. I, it,
1: the 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 base case uh-huh. probably Doctor Strange maybe shows up. Now that I don't know if that's big enough. But we know that Wanda is involved in the new Doctor Strange film, The Multiverse of Madness. So that would make sense. So
0: it would make sense for him to hit for him to, to pop in. Huh. But we'll see. Yeah, we I'm, see. I'm curious now to see what they'll bring in in terms of a cameo to close this off. And Ta- whether Tatiana not- Maslani, by the way, is the, the oh, actor's name you. that is
1: potentially looks like she's no, not a confirmation, but that's who's rumored as uh, She-Hulk.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm just curious to see if this wraps up in a way that's like, well, that was clearly it for this show. Or if they're planning on extending this, or if it's going to shoot into, like we talked about it, is it going to shoot into another one of these? Because there's lots and lots of things coming out. Um, And if it was just to move the puzzle pieces around the board and like do some different shit and give another layer to all this and suck more people in, like you said, mm-hmm. or if mm-hmm. this is going to be a long-running TV show. It's just hard to tell because it's been really, really good. It does strike you as sort of a one season type of show, Th- that, though. That is definitely the vibe that I get. Yeah, I really, really, just... especially when you see like
1: check out the cord and 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 look at what was posted, and okay. you'll see the and it's like they're they're basically just not even differentiating between TV show format and movie format in like the press release <coughs> and like the re- in like the releases like this That's anymore. Weird. So they're just going to bounce you back and forth, right? You're going to yeah. get wandavision over here and then we're back in theaters for black widow and then we're back on the the small screen for hawkeye and then we're back in the thing the you know what i mean it's just
0: it's
1: just back and forth
0: jeremy renner that's a real trip
1: by the way watching jeremy renner features pretty heavily in those last two avengers films as hawkeye and in age of ultron and it's weird because because he's a weirdo and I, he's a guy you want to like, you know. You watch me. Before I you watch, you right, you, I
0: you watch I, Born Legacy. Like, I like this guy, you know, man. He's 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 good. He's, you, fun. he's he was in my like top three actors in Hollywood. I'm not joking. Like he was like, one of my favorite he just, actors. He just has then, to be such a fucking cook. Yeah, he started putting out little pieces of his personal life, and he had I was like, hit his own app. Hit his own app. What is what was that? Rinner co- coins. <laughs> Rin coins. I'm sorry. You. It was this massive scam for like. Oh, we that would dude. What the fuck, Jeremy Renner? I I honestly am a little surprised he's still in the Avengers franchise. That they didn't find a replacement to make Hawkeye because he is at that he is that controversial now.
1: Yeah, span sucks. I, I don't know if he like slid under you know the closing garage door of 2019. Yeah. where like he just didn't get all Barely the way canceled. Got yeah, you know? yeah. Because I, you feel like of all the shit that came out about Renner came he out now. Been he would have been big canceled and fired from all of his projects. Maybe. I'm
0: serious. It was bad. <laughs> I mean, some there of was some, was, like, abuse stuff, Some right? of it was bad enough. Yeah, there were definitely, um, if I remember correctly, abuse allegations, and there were weird... Look, all of it was enough to know that he is a very weird dude, and not at all like the characters he portrays on screen, which is a very important thing to remember, kids. These are actors. They're playing characters. We don't know Dick... About these people for the most part. So yeah. um, just be careful how much you tie your ship to someone else's star. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Anything else to touch on before we head out? No, man. That's all I got for today. I got one um, thing to say.
1: Did, did I, I'm, I'm curious for the members of the clam family. I, I saw some Twitter comments that I couldn't tell if they were positive or negative about us making this unexpected turn. Into Marvel, Marvel talk and, and Marvel chat and Marvel everything. Yeah. And I, I i mean, these are very popular things. We've been asked to to cover them more. And so I don't know if this is if this is enjoyable for you guys, because we are clearly not expert level uh, podcasters uh, when it comes to this subject. We, but maybe it is fun that we are just kind of now exploring and venturing in and, and learning about uh, Master Pandemonium. And Wonderman. Yeah, I hope you like it because I'm. I was excited to start learning more. Yeah. So just just curious for for feedback, you can get it at us on Twitter, of course, or in the uh, the
0: cord because the strong. cord is strong. Yeah. It is strong. It is strong. The last thing I wanted to say today is we have closed out our season one coverage of The Sopranos. Barrett and I did thirteen podcasts for the thirteen episodes in season one of HBO's classic crime drama, The Sopranos. They're available in one place in one place only, ad free for supporters of our podcast, on patreon.com slash oystersclamscockles. You make a minimum pledge of just $5 a month, or you can join our Mollusk Militia tier. It's a little more substantial for 10 bucks a month, and you get some other stuff. (coughs) Excuse me. You go to patreon.com slash oystersclamscockles. You check out the tiers. You pick one. There are already 13 episodes in there. You get access to all of them immediately upon signing up. You could burn through Season 1 this weekend with your... Significant other or whatever by yourself if you must uh, You'll feel less alone watching The Sopranos And then listening to the podcasts with Barrett and I I I assure you uh, we had a blast And and the whole point of this was that Barrett had never seen The Sopranos I've seen it several times and we wanted this to be spoiler free And friendly to both first timers and rewatchers I think we accomplished that and I'm super I'm very very proud of the product like I genuinely I've been telling people like The Sopranos podcast coverage is probably the best thing I've ever done in my career when it comes to just the overall quality of a product. And it's kind of a weird thing because right now we only have a few hundred people in there, several, like, you know, 600 something people in there. There are many, many, many thousands of you who listen to this show. Uh, I just wanted to say and put this out there if you trust me as a content creator, I'm begging you to give The Sopranos a chance. The first episode of our podcast coverage is available for free for everybody on patreon.com slash oysters clams cockles so you can go try it out watch episode one of the Sopranos listen to the podcast if you don't like it I'll be fucking shocked <laughs> all right that's how confident I am in what Barrett and I were able to put together I'm seriously loving it I can't wait to start season two on Thursday of this week we're gonna watch Wednesday night Barrett and I will record on Thursday that's the way it's been going every week that's not a frozen hellscape anyway And uh, we're excited to put out the first episode of Season 2. Season 1 definitely ends in a way where you don't expect the opening of Season 2 to be slow. Uh, There's just so much on the the field to deal with still. So if you want to ride with us through what I consider to be now, again, the greatest television show ever made, all said and done. The Sopranos, we're done with Season 1. You can catch up quick, fast, though, and be on board with us for Season 2. A lot of people struggled during Season 1 to only watch one episode a week. Well, guess what? If you buy in now... You don't have that much of that struggle. You can you can move a little bit more at your own pace uh, as we get into season two. By the time you catch up, perhaps we'll be moving to season three and it'll be all gravy. Patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash oysters, clams, cockles. Pick a tier and come enjoy The Sopranos with Barrett and I. Barrett, have you been enjoying it so far?
1: Very, very much so. Um, I mean, for anybody that has never seen it, it is so worth your time. It is a it's a must to have you know to to, to have and it's to have art, in, your, man. in your repertoire to to talk about and and reference and know about. I think, and uh, it's surprising. It's probably not exactly what you think it is. It's also probably sort of what you think it is. And you just it's if you're very accurate, if you haven't watched you, you this is this is absolutely the time, especially because man, I, like I don't know about you guys, but I was putting together. I was I was like oh shit, I haven't been doing my, keeping my list of everything I've been watching in 2021. Yeah. And th- this is for the first year in many, I don't, this might be like, I, I don't think my list is going to be as long as it was for, for 19 and 20, which is weird because I've got lots of time to watch TV, but I'm doing stuff like watching the Marvel movies or re- like, uh, you know, catching up on the crown. It's a good catch
0: up period. Like here.
1: it's a very, very, very opportune moment in, in, in media right now in entertainment doing the shadows to, to, to take on something like this because, you know, by all accounts, stuff is figuring out a way to get back into film. So by the end of this year and then going into 2022, as more productions go into and, in, in you know, go in and, and figure it out. And as more and more people and, and people out there and, and involved in the productions all get vaxxed, people helping people, people helping people. Um, Hashtag armor wars. Holy shirts and pants. there the that it will all come floating back at the end of this year and, and into twenty twenty two and you're not gonna have there's gonna be so much new hot fire content that you're not gonna have as much time to uh to relax and do whatever to relax and, and catch up on something like the Sopranos.
0: You're not You're not wrong The time so, is so now So do it now The time is now Come heavy or not at all Patreon.com Slash Oysters Clams Cockles Today we appreciate y'all Follow us on social media We're on Instagram At Oysters Cockles Twitter at Clams and Cockles Facebook.com Slash Oysters Clams Cockles My name is Ross Bolin And you can follow me At WR Bolin Everywhere At W-R-B-O-L-E-N On Twitter, Instagram And Snapchat And then I'm on Twitch.tv Slash Boss Live playing video games Several times a week Bolin Media Just had its two year anniversary We've done it Really, that only matters for one reason. I can refinance my house now, which is huge. Which is huge. <laughs> I'm not joking. You have no idea how huge that is for me. Uh, so we're going to have a celebration on twitch.tv slash boss at some point. I'm not sure when. Pay attention to my social media if you'd like to be a part of that. Come through. Ask questions about my first two years of business. I would appreciate it. Barrett, where can we follow you on social media? At Barrett Dudley across all platforms. At Barrett Dudley. Aren't you happy that was easy for everybody? I am. I am. We'll be back soon. Thursday. Season 2, episode 1 of The Sopranos. I genuinely feel bad for you if you are not there with us to watch it and then listen to the companion podcast that will accompany it. Say it. Say what you wanted to say. Shame them. Shame them.
1: Oh, I was just going to say, bring the cookies. Bring the cookies.
0: I can't believe you you weren't going to do it if I didn't make you. Thank you, Barrett. Thank you. The more Livia impressions we can do... I don't know what do, you're talking about. I wish the Lord would take me. <laughs> Until our next helping. Goodbye, friends.